0: Hello everyone and welcome to this game wears annual as of last year gift to the game. This is Chris and over there is me, Ashley. Hello everybody. Ashley not feeling very well.
1: Yep, yep, no. not very well at all. Chris just reliably informed me that it's going to last at least twenty days as well, based on his mum's experience. Don't it know, don't know why he thinks I got it off his mum, but there
0: we go. <laughs> Let's not pick up that scab. Um, yeah. I'm sure it won't last that long. Uh, have some oranges. Have some cod liver oil. Cod liver oil? What is
1: wrong with you? Are you from the Victorian times? I mean the answer is yes, actually. Yeah. I don't know if that's come across in the last two hundred episodes or so, but Chris is like a little Victorian man.
0: <laughs> have a hot toddy. Um, that's quite a Victorian thing to say, actually. Uh,
1: actually have we've bought some lemons to have a lemon and honey. There I'm not you allowed go. the whiskey bit. Mm. But I'm gonna have lemon and honey.
0: What about that cocoa and
1: uh, coconut tea you're on about? I that is really nice. It it's sounds cocoa, really nice. cocoa and coconut red bush tea. I bought that, and I bought Lady Grey, and I bought uh, I bought Hannah some ginger and lemon tea pigs. That one.
0: That's a strong choice of teas.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought we deserve them.
0: Yeah. Well, have some of them. That'll maybe make you feel better.
1: I've I, honestly, I've had two packs of Lem Sips in the last few days. So. Oh my god! Okay, I know that's disgusting. not touch the side.
0: Eh? that's not touch the sides.
1: I don't know. It's up and down. I every morning I've woke up and gone. I think I'm, I think I'm over the the worst of it. And then as the day drags on, it gets worse and worse and worse. And actually, yesterday I thought it was going to be the worst day, and I think today's the worst day. Oh, so well,
0: that's made me feel sad. I'm sorry. To see
1: what that. tomorrow brings.
0: Well, should we get started with this then? And uh, and yeah, it's supposed to be a happy,
1: like a it's supposed to be a nice, uh, giving, jolly episode. This this is an episode where we both bring a game, and it is supposed to be a game that we would like other people to play at in this festive period Mm -hmm. to make themselves feel happy and satisfied
0: and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, it was started last year. It was the first time we did it. It Was one of Ashley's ideas. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a really nice the concept of the whole like you know this is a game that we like. It's maybe nice for other people to play. Maybe nice for you to play. Um, just thanks. The, 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 no, I did sound patronising. I didn't mean sound patronized. I, I think it's just a nice, right. a nice, a nice message to share.
1: Do you want to go first? What what game have you brought?
0: I'd love to go first. Well, the game that I have chosen that is a ideal gift is a game I've spent a lot of time playing this year.
1: L- 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 that we're a l- lot of time jubile. playing this year. Hmm. Uh. Oh, is it Power Wash Simulator?
0: It's not Power Simulator. No, is it? It is.
1: Is it Lego Star Wars again?
0: <clears throat> it's not Lego Star Wars. I wrapped that up last Christmas, so uh, haven't touched that at all this year. I don't think. Is it Zelda? It's, it's not Zelda. No. It's it's. Oh, One is it th-
1: Vampire Survivors?
0: <coughs> oh, you have I given you my cough? Oh, yeah, through the ether. Yes, you have.
1: Oh, no. I <laughs> uh,
0: guess it is Vampire Survivors. Is it really? Yeah.
1: You're a lucky young fella. Yeah. Because I very nearly did Vampire <gasps> Survivors. I changed my mind today oh. on doing Vampire That would have been an interesting one. Why? I spent last Christmas playing Vampire Survivors, and I think I put it on my top games of the year list. You so did. you spent this year playing vampire survivors and it's ended up being your gift for everybody. Well Tell us straight, why.
0: Straight off the top is the price. I think that's the big sell of vampire survivors, is how gosh darn cheap it is.
1: No pence, for the most part.
0: Well yeah, well I had a look before we started recording because I've I've got a game pass, so I'm getting it for free in a well not free but you know what i mean so i was curious to see what prices on different places and on steam and xbox consoles it's currently £3.99 although it is on sale at the time recording at two ninety nine, and on switches is £3.59 i mean that's yeah. thing
1: yeah it's um so it's Ponkle, Mm-hmm. uh he made this and uh at least when it started it was one person uh that that was doing this. By and large, I think there was a little bit of help on this on the fringes. But then, after the gut of the work was done, lot and and after it became very successful as well, uh, there's been a lot more people get on board, and the localization was done by some people that I know. Oh, was it? So yeah, Lockit QA, cool. right. um, M- Mika and Florian Liliev right. uh, were. It was actually Florian's first credit. so oh,
0: Cool. Yeah, I, You might have mentioned that, but I've forgotten. But either way, that's, no, that's a, a cool... I don't
1: know bit. if I have, but yeah. yeah. Um, they they did the localization on it. Um, I like it for the same reason as you do. I think there was a great deal of potential for, because of the success, for this game to like rocket in price. Cause people would have bought it anyway, and yet they've stuck their guns and kept mm-hmm. it. Um, kept it cheap and also all of the dlcs that come out they're very cheap as well like usually about one pound fifty to, to two pound
0: yeah absolutely
1: because I've had it for free on a couple of different platforms um i I, I have bought the dlcs as they've come out on Xbox because uh, I've got the game on game pass I bought the the dlcs so that I'm supporting the studio because it's an amazing game and I've played it for about 150 hours now.
0: I haven't looked at how long I've played it, because I think I've I've done Tears of the Kingdom, Switch did their, or Nintendo did their roundup, and Tears of the Kingdom was at 120, 130 hours, and I thought it was going to be more than that. I I was surprised at how comparatively little that was. I've not looked at Vampires 5, because I think it might be around the same, and then yeah that will uh, make me feel a bit sad that I've spent that much time playing those two games. But actually, I shouldn't be sad, because they're both great games. Yeah, Vampire Survivors yeah. has, has been a game that over the years, so I got my Xbox in March and got Game Pass pretty straight away, and Vampire Survivors was the one that I played initially at a friend's house, you were waxing lyrical about it last Christmas, and I played at a friend's house and was just hooked instantly, really, really impressed with it, so I went and downloaded it, and it's one that I've since, that's kind of like April time, over the past, what's that, six? seven eight months i've just kept going back to it over and over again tears of the kingdom over the summer it was one that i was playing in kind of like hours long sections at a time yeah whereas vampires Virus, i can dip into it for half an hour or even less than that or i can play it at times i've played it for three hours non-stop it's that's one of the things i like about it is those how the gameplay lends itself to different styles or a different amounts of time yeah. you can play it tears of the kingdom i guess is the same but it's a bit more of a grand adventure whereas this is a bit more bite-sized
1: absolutely i i think that you couldn't necessarily have brought a, a more different game uh in terms like you just compared the two in in some fashion i think they're on very opposite ends of the spectrum in a lot of ways and um, one of the ways is the reason that i would gift it someone over christmas uh, give gift vampire survivors someone over christmas um that being for me it was a game that allowed my brain to turn off yeah and to to just relax um whilst playing it and tears of the kingdom as good as it is as, as much as i enjoy it i didn't always feel like playing it because it was too there was too much demand and i'm feeling that more and more with with games these days at the moment i'm trying to play god of war ragnarok for the first time okay and um I'm just not finding the time all of the time. Sometimes because I'm ill. Like this week was partly supposed to be doing chores around the house, but then balancing that with some time playing God of War, and that just neither of those things has happened. It's been ridiculous. Um, But Vampire Survivors, uh, yeah, it's just the perfect game to to be able to relax to. Yeah, I I I played that and. power simulator power wash simulator was the other one it was podcast and power wash uh for an evening when I, when things were hectic in other ways it was just nice. podcast and power wash it was great
0: was it did you say that um vampire survivors was it initially a mobile game or it came to mobile platforms as well
1: it came to mobile platforms as well it's at, at the very least on android it's free um completely free i don't well, yeah, no, I think it's completely free. I don't know if DLC's gone to, um, to the uh to the mobile devices, um, and and it might cost something on iPhone, but at least on Android it's completely free, which is also a reason to gift it to people because it costs you nothing.
0: Yeah, well, hey. was, I, I'd forgotten that the mobile aspect, but yeah, exactly. You're right. The the fact it's nothing. There you go. Perfect gift. Yeah. So I realized while I was preparing for this episode that what I like about Vampire Survivors is it is a tower defense game, but you are controlling a mobile tower th- to defend against the enemies that you're controlling against, because I- I've had a-, a long history with really enjoying tower defense games. And in this, you're, your character you're playing now is you're fighting against hordes of creatures, never vampires, which is like a bit of an ongoing joke with the development team, is you're never actually surviving against vampires, but pretty much any other nasty that you can think of. And you are you get a choice of weapons and defense things and you can equip up to a maximum of six for each of them and depending on how they pair together they might level up and it's all about that kind of each level you go up enemies that you kill you get experience and then you get access to different weapons and you can level up weapons or you can get new weapons and it's it's a game where it's a, a cliche phrase but no two games are the same no two playthroughs of it are the same because it's it's so different each time from that core gameplay and that's one things like about it as well is how every time i i play it it is it is different i did today i did one of the uh there's been another thing i like about it is the amount of free updates that come out for it so over the summer for example they released a multiplayer update and now there's multiplayer in the game yeah wasn't there. and the multiplayer is, is realized really well the way they've balanced the the experience the leveling up is you take it in turns to choose level up you can share your experience with your the person you're playing with as well there's a really nice thing where when the other when one of the players dies they go into a coffin and then it's then down to the players that survive in sort of keep going keep going and then when the other player comes back to life the coffin bursts open and creates a bit of explosion around the enemies and so it's, it actually is a way to kind of defend yourself almost I suppose against a uh, hordes of enemies perhaps it, it can give you a bit of an advantage. so yeah there's those that's actually the things. reason
1: that me that I jumped back into it because um Hannah hadn't played it she she dabbled on mobile but not really got into it and then she asked me about it because she'd heard that there was a multiplayer thing so we then played through the whole thing again together. And it was it was just really enjoyable. And most evenings for a few weeks, Hannah would come in and uh, and be like, "Should we uh should we do some vampires?" Uh, so yeah, it was just a really nice. Well, like you said, it's like turn off turn reason. off your
0: brain, isn't it? Sit and play this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the updates they've done. There was one in October. They released a brand new map that had some new weapons, some new items in. And then a couple of weeks ago, they released uh, an update called Adventures, which has then cre- uh, created a whole new mode into the game. And the Adventures changes how you play it again so i was playing through one of those and there was a particular challenge i was quite stuck and i was finding it really difficult to do and then i just had another go at it uh, today and the weapons i had the things i had together just suddenly made the tide turn against the enemies that i've been struggling against and the sense of achievement i felt from doing that was was really lovely yeah yep so i i mean if you wanted to term it in a
1: a soundbitey way it's the gift that keeps on giving because of the free updates that keep coming and i think they're going to carry on and carry on The the paid updates as i said before they they're a very reasonable price and if you've got it through game pass or, or some other uh you know cheap means or cheaper means um i would highly recommend buying the the dlcs just as a way to support the developer I think the DLCs um, are
0: one twenty via um, Xbox if you have Game Pass when I looked, but then I did find on Steam there's a pack that's got the game, both DLC packs, and the soundtrack is £9. Well, when you say
1: both DLC packs, there was a DLC pack released this week. Are you aware of that?
0: Oh, the Among Us, because no, um, that hasn't yes. been on my Xbox yet, so I've not had a chance to look into that, annoyingly. It's called
1: Emergency Meeting, and yeah, you can play as characters from Among Us, and I think the maps are also maps from Among Us.
0: I really like the structure of the game, how it lets you figure things out. So rather than upfront having like a load of... But there are a load of unlocks in the game and it hints at how to do them, but not necessarily particularly explicitly. And there's the systems in the game as well. I've mentioned how weapons pair together. It doesn't spell that out for you. It doesn't say, oh, the whip and the hollow heart, if you put them together, that will give you this weapon. You have to figure that out for yourself in a roundabout way. And I do quite like usually with games I like games to spell things out for me black and white. Whereas this I enjoyed the sense of exploration and the sense of investigation that the game prompted me to do and find out yeah. how different weapons and defence things work together to create these amazing, incredible weapons that really made me a, a force to be reckoned with against these hordes of the undead.
1: Yeah. There so I think when we talked about about Tunic the game tunic we talked about that uh sort of going back to the playground mentality of uh of like sharing secrets yeah. and rumors and i think this is another one of those games that is leaning heavily towards that like they want you to be discussing this at, in in the playground or at work or wherever and um and and going hey have you have you done black garlic yet or whatever and and the other person what what's black garlic i i've got garlic is that what you mean Um, is is that that a thing black garlic yeah you've had black garlic
0: I don't think I have
1: I think you've had black garlic
0: okay all right then
1: you'll have had black garlic if you've had garlic you'll have had black garlic okay I think I mean maybe this is a perfect example of yeah exactly what I was talking about it's it's just an evolution for garlic
0: okay have you not had the
1: evolution for garlic
0: don't think so no
1: Oh, well I think you need pumarola. I think it's pumarola and garlic. Level the garlic up to level eight.
0: Oh is that when you get the, the um the it's like that the evolution of those two together? It's the thing where it like it forms those big circles on the grounds that saps away. Is that is that what it's called? No. No? Oh okay. Well, no, I think I, you're
1: I've... talking about one of the uh arcanas, one of the cards Possibly. Does that.
0: Well, as you said, this is the proof is in the is in the uh, the pudding, really. This isn't it—the fact that we're having a conversation about something that I yeah. don't think I I knew about in this game that I've played a lot this year. There you go.
1: There, there are layers upon layers upon layers, and it seems like a very straightforward game at the beginning, and then becomes less and less so as you go on. And if you're not at the end yet, uh, I I shan't spoil anything f- uh, further. But yeah, it's um, it's well worth playing and a brilliant thing to suggest people get themselves to, as a
0: treat. So the last thing i wanted to mention before we finished off there was over the last 12 months or so i've um i've mentioned a few times on the games gift guides episodes about about special effects the charity that provides um accessibility for people that want to play games and maybe can't for whatever reason fanpass survivors has accessibility because you are controlling your character with one stick and you just press a button to accept Options on the menus, and that's it because the weapons just constantly fire for you. So you could play the game just with one stick, and it, on the Xbox, it works with either left or the right stick and one button, and that's that. So I really like that side of it as well.
1: And the D pad, I think you can use the D pad optionally oh,
0: as well. Course so. Of course, you could, yeah. So that's vampire Pass It is great. Agreed. Yeah, I did wonder if you were going to bring vampire Pass as well, but uh, there we go. What, what have you brought?
1: I am going to suggest a game that I bought for myself uh, a few weeks ago, and th- I w- I bought it because I th- there's been a lot of talk about it, and I I wondered if it would um, merit a a place on on our end of year list, uh, and that game is Dredge. Oh, okay. Are you are you familiar with Dredge? Aware of I- Dredge?
0: I'm aware of Dredge. I know what it's like. I know that the uh, Dave the Diver's done a, a crossover thing with Dredge in the last couple of yes, weeks. Yes, that
1: has actually happened. Yeah, I forgot about that again. Uh, but yeah, so Dave the Diver is another one of those games that I wondered if, if I were to play it, whether that would make its way onto my list.
0: I hated it. I tried the demo and did not <clears throat> like it
1: yeah i know I, I think i've heard similar things from other people as well actually oh, about good. dave the diver
0: because it that makes me feel better because i felt a bit uh, like because everyone's going about how great he was and i just bounced off it hard yeah
1: so, so it's there's there is a bit of a, a thing around dave the diver and um i do like the look of it but also i've heard that it's a bit prescribed and wrote in the, in the way that it presents its gameplay um and and certainly the the cycle that it it follows it's uh it can be a bit of a drag is what i've heard um but then i've also heard like overwhelming positive praise so who's to say i don't think i'll play it before the end of the year anyway so okay. that won't get onto my list but dredge uh is one that i particularly did want to play i mean they've got something in common uh in in terms of their they're both a version a variation on fishing games mm-hmm. which i am overly partial love. to i have no idea why um <laughs> I honestly don't. I I used to go fishing uh, sporadically with my brother and my dad when I was younger, but I've never really been like some kind of avid fisherman. But I do also really like watching fishing programs. I don't I don't go out of my way to do it, but uh, I don't know if you remember Robson Green did one. Uh, that was
0: the fishing program I could think of as I was fishing around. Yeah, well, there's, around gone, in my memory. there's
1: gone fishing. I I like watching well, gone yeah, fishing as well. True, um, which is maybe not so much a fishing program uh, as it is a. Uh, listen to two friends chat program. I don't know. Anyway, that's an aside. Um, despite not being partial to real life fishing, I do have uh, a bit of a weakness for fishing games and this is no exception. Um, dredge is a game about trawling. If you want to be very specific, Mm -hmm. you take a little boat out from a, from a harbor called little marrow or greater marrow, basically the, the marrow islands. Um, you take it out into the, uh, wider seas and see what you can pull up out of the, out of the sea. And invariably it's fish or maybe crustaceans, maybe a few cephalopods. The thing that, or one of the things that gives it a little bit of its own unique, uh, flavor is that actually there is a degree of Lovecraftian horror over, overlaid on the game.
0: I thought there was horror elements. Was that? I thought there were horror elements to the game, but I wasn't completely sure. That seems to be something I've picked up from people talking about it. There's one of um, our mutual friends who listens who really, really enjoyed Dredge when he played it.
1: Yeah, so I I am very much enjoying Dredge. It, the horror elements, I think there's a there's an element of it uh, from the beginning, but it it's the sort of thing that builds, but not in a not in a specifically. Not in an overly overt way, uh, at least to to start off. Um, There is a day-night cycle um, in the game and largely it's hard to navigate at night time. So for me at least, I've been sticking most of the time to the daytime fishing. However, there are certain things that you can only do at night time and that forces you to have to go out into these nighttime oceans and face the terrors that are out there.
0: And are there terrors? Uh, uh,
1: there's been some tense moments, yeah. Oh wow, that okay. Is so it is partially one of the reasons that I wanted to suggest it as a as a Christmas time thing, because there is, if people aren't aware, there is actually um quite a tradition of ghost stories uh around Christmas and um alongside the festivities and the joyfulness, there's also this somber note that you you tend to see in our traditional um Christmas stories. So if you think Christmas Carol, like there's a lot yeah. to be joyful, maybe about in that, but uh also sorrowful and and it's it's li- a literal haunting. Similarly, um the Oscar Wilde one about the bird that I can never remember the name of, but anyway, um l- l- lots. I'm trying to suggest I'm trying well, to Mark sort of bring to mind me. the canon.
0: Mark Gatiss all the Christmas ones on BBC Four, like the Mr. Yeah, James that was the Mezzotint yeah. was one he did, and that was absolutely terrifying. Mm.
1: There, uh, there is actually I, there's two volumes now of the BBC Christmas dramas, uh, the ghost stories for Christmas uh, that have been released. Uh, there's loads of them, but anyway, it, it is part of the tradition uh, to to get terrified out of your wits as well as. Yep. Um, as well as eat lots of pork pie and i i wanted to add to that uh canon dredge um i i think it has equal parts um haunting harrowing horror and restful um zen-like fishing and and i like it for that i i think you can also tailor the game to what you want it to be to a large extent. So if your main interest is the, the relaxation of going out and dredging up whatever you can find at the bottom of the sea, then you can primarily, um, fish in the daytime. And if you do like to tickle your, your, uh, your horror pickle, then nighttime fishing's for you. Don't pull that face. It was a fine phrase.
0: Mm. Is it all a pixelated style?
1: Not really. No, it's a three D. Completely made up. It's three D art, but there is a uh, there is a simplification to it that maybe is where where your mind is.
0: I've got a picture in my mind of like a kind of like a sepia sky, and it's all like black Monkey Island style blocky pixels. Have I just made that up?
1: N- not necessarily um, it, I mean it's definitely the artwork in the game is 3D and it, there is like a painterly style to it so right. I'm you, you might be sort of taking that one step too far in your mind I'm not sure it does look very lovely though that's another thing that it has in its favour it, it's a very pretty game
0: and what platforms and what prices, please?
1: At the moment, it's available on Steam, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation and Xbox and varies in price from about £16 to about £22, £23. Mm-hmm. Uh, at full price, it's 22 something. So um, not not the cheapest, but also not the most expensive. But worth it? But definitely worth it and uh, definitely in the spirit of Christmas in, in whatever way you want it to be. Fab. If you do want a free fishing game and you've got a VR headset, bait, bait VR. That is very much just a fishing game. You you throw your rod out into, you cast out, you hook a fish and then you reel it in and it's all in VR. And I once, um, a couple of weeks ago, forgot to go to bed because I was sitting in my dining room doing fishing in this make-believe world of bait. (laughs) So um, there's another one that I considered (laughs) bringing uh, to the table. So just chucking it in as a, as a bonus.
0: As a freebie. Lovely. There we go. That's two solid games. Van survivors and Dredge. Maybe buy them for yourselves. Maybe buy for a family member or friends. Maybe maybe for everyone who knows up to you we just saying these are the games we recommend
1: absolutely and if you do buy any of them do let us know
0: yep on social media facebook twitter instagram and youtube and do some liking sharing, subscribing rating and reviewing as well please
1: yeah this is the last episode before christmas so uh hope you have a lovely one and we'll see you again at the beginning of next year or the end of this one i'm not sure
0: Hope you're tidying to merry. We'll see you at some point to finish off our festive episodes. We'll do our roundup of the year and then we'll kickstart 2024 with Mario and Sonic Month as always.
1: What? Ah. You've already done your Mario. You've had no. your Mario. You don't You, you don't get more. One, you get one less in oh, January. Yeah. You don't get as many this time because you keep breaking the rules.
0: Bar Humbug. See you later. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Bye.